White Chicks in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hi everyone! Hi, welcome back to the show. We're on episode twenty-one. Ooh, we've made it this far. We're gonna keep going, man. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. So let's let's just get straight into it. Um, actually, first of all, I'd like to give a bit of a shout out uh, to Andres, who is my boyfriend's sister's husband. And he sent me a message the other day and said, "Oh, I've been listening to the show. It's really great. Keep up the good work." So, Woo-woo. yeah, there you go. If you're listening again, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, really nice, yes. especially for somebody who's like already lives in China and who already knows some of this stuff. It's good to have people who are in in China and still interested in the show. Yeah, yeah, but hopefully those people will think maybe maybe might think differently about one of the topics we've mentioned or. Or, re- or realize, oh yeah, actually, what we said is maybe true. <laughs> <laughs> so we've also had a couple of uh, comments as well. Oh yes. So, yeah. So th- yeah, this is good. So last week we answered Alan's question about uh, how Chinese people invest their money. So he sent us a message on Facebook and said, "Heard your podcast. Thank you very much for taking out the time to cover this piece and for your lovely inputs.、Mm. It's been quite insightful and helped me clarify and put into perspective some economic rationale of the Chinese mental makeup." <laughs> the question was more out of the inquisitiveness than anything else. As I see more mainland Chinese getting into equities and real estate in Hong Kong,、mm. and more of real estate in the UK, please continue and flourish with your podcast. It is insightful and humorous. Thank you, Holly and Nara. Take care. Oh, <laughs> isn't that nice? That's so encouraging. Yeah, I love definitely. it. Definitely. I hadn't read that one yet. Yeah,、oh, it's really nice. I thought that was nice too.、Um, we also got、um, an email from. Someone else who'd actually who's already asked us a question、um, from Billy.、Uh, for those who listened to episode eighteen, it was about American-born Chinese and Canadian-born Chinese and how they are,、uh, how how they're treated in China, how they might deal with the difference, the different culture in China. And so he emailed us and said, "Hi, I heard episode eighteen yesterday. Thanks for featuring my question. <laughs> for the record, I'm a Canadian-born Chinese myself. Technically,、uh, technically not, as I was born in Hong Kong, but culturally, yes. So that was something I didn't know.、Really、oh, I didn't the know question, that either. We didn't know that. I thought it was just a random、yeah. foreigner asking us a question. Yeah, but that's it's kind of cool.、Mm-hmm. Um, though most of what you said did not come as a surprise, it was still very interesting to hear the two white chicks' perspective <laughs> on this question. It was a welcome change in topic from the、uh, more practical topics in the recent episodes. Not that those weren't great either. Keep it coming. Oh,、uh, that was from Billy. That's really nice. Yeah, definitely. Shweesh! Oh, oh, actually, I've got something else. I've got something else to say. <laughs> sorry, I'm all over the、You're、place. I'm、roll. so flustered. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go for、um, it. So, a couple of people.、Uh, we posted last ep-、uh, episode twenty on、uh, Facebook, but we also put it. We put it on our Two White Chicks page, and we put it on the Written Chinese page. And a couple of people have said that 
in China, if they're listening in China, they're having problems downloading the episodes from Stitcher. It's an app we use, mm. uh, for, like specifically for Android. So for those out, out there, I mean, maybe you won't hear it, but unless you've listened to it on our page, <laughs> which you can still do, regardless of whether you've got an Android or I, iPhone or whatever else, um, you can download the Legia app. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like a Chinese application. I'll put the link on episode 21. Yeah, and I think we did an article about how to use it. And even if you don't read Chinese, you can just follow their arrows pointing to what the button functions are and what they do. That's it. So if you follow the article, it should be pretty easy. And actually, that's a great way to get access to a lot of free radio here in China as well. So it's probably worth checking out regardless. Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, it's called Legia. It's like lychee. Right, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what it translates to. It's got like a little light cheese yeah, it does icon. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Cute. Yeah, yeah. So for those who've had that problem, hopefully you'll hear this and <laughs> be able to go to that app, check it out. Yeah, we also always publish the podcast on our WeChat. So our WeChat mm-hmm. uh, is written Chinese, yeah. all one word. True. So if you use WeChat, yeah. you can also find us there, mm-hmm. and you'll get other articles about learning Chinese, and you'll always get the podcast updates. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, if you're posting on Facebook, that we do, if you go to our Two Eye Chicks Facebook page, there is a little tab for podcasts, so you can listen to it there as well. That's right. So you yeah. have a lot of ways to, yeah. to hear yeah. it. We just... Which is desperate for you to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Please. <laughs> okay, so um, here's our fact. Our fact of the week. So, a Shandong man has been searching for his missing wife for two months. Oh. So, already kind of a big deal. But basically, he packed up all his belongings and put everything on a rickshaw. And he's been just like wandering around trying to find his Aww. wife. It's sad. It is sad. The, it's quite it's quite heartwarming though because people are really trying to help him. Like mm-hmm. uh, people are offering him food. They know they understand like what's happened. I guess he's telling the story, and people are offering him food and water. Yeah, so I, I hope that he finds her. It's, it is a bit. It is kind of a sad piece of information, but I think it's interesting. I've come across quite quite a few of these uh, stories about Chinese couples, especially all the Chinese couples. Like when when the other person passes up, passes away or something like that. They really do kind of try and hold on to the, to that person. I think mm. it's, it's, I don't know. It's really, it's something special, I think. But in relation to that, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a guy from Sichuan, his wife died and he spent 10,000 renminbi on an ice coffin. Oh, <laughs> What? Yeah, <laughs> to keep, he wanted because he didn't want her to go. He kept her in the bedroom <gasps> for six months next to him in the ice coffin. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I, I mean that's not something that's I can a do bit either. <laughs> but, too far. Yeah, but this is this kind like this idea that you know Chinese family is important, mm-hmm. like, really important. I often see on the streets, you know, like two old people mm-hmm. like helping each other down the stairs yeah. and they're like clinging to each other. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. Or they'll be like sitting together in a park. Yeah. Just quietly sitting together. It's just really heartwarming to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and they still do things together. Like they'll go shopping and things. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I think they really rely on each other mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I hope I'm, I'll be like that one day. So do you think the Shandong, the Shandong's man, the oh. Shandong man's wife 
ran away or got kidnapped or what do you think? Actually, it said in the in the article that she suffered from uh, like maybe a mental illness. Oh no! So perhaps she's gotten lost somewhere. Hopefully, wherever she is, people are looking after her, and mm-hmm. maybe the husband will find her. Mm. We'll be following the story. Yep. Hopefully, we'll get. It would be great if we got an update. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for that guy's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, on to our question this week. Ooh. I'm yeah, excited yeah, about this one. Yeah. Which so this also came from Facebook, but which is fine by the way. We're, questions any which way is great. So this comes from um, uh, Ding Bao Ching, uh, and they said, "Thank you guys for the great show. Could you guys talk about street food in China? I'm wondering if you guys have checked them out. Thanks. The answer is yes, we can. <laughs> With pleasure. Have we ever? <laughs> yes." So I don't know about you, Holly, but I have sampled quite a bit of street food in my day. Yeah, yeah, I have. It's a really common um, way to get in a little snack mm-hmm. uh, on the go. And um, in Shenzhen, it's not as popular because I think that it's not allowed. I think they have more strict regulation right. on the right. street vendors here in Shenzhen. But I mean, <laughs> that's... You know, <laughs> that's not to say that you can't find it yeah. anywhere. It's just um, it's just not quite as prominent as in other cities. Maybe that's why they've all got like those baskets on the on their shoulders, so they can just run away quickly or things yeah. on wheels. They've all, everything seems to be very mobile, so yeah. I guess maybe that's the reason why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but in Chengdu, where I used to live, actually the first year I spent in China. They have just an amazing. They call it, and this is actually your Chinese word of the day too. It's called xiaochi, and xiaochi it's it literally means little eat or small <laughs> dinner or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't exactly perfectly translate to snack. I mean, snack would be the closest translation, but it doesn't really translate to that because when you think of snack, it's more like chips and mm. like cookies and stuff but actually xiaochi is it can be a small bowl of noodles it can be a small like it can be a rice dish so it's like a small dish it's not necessary it's almost like tapas or something like that yeah yeah that's a good yeah because it's it's not really snacky in that sense it's not like something you just buy in a box it's a hot mm. it's a hot meal just yeah. in like a small portion mm. and very easy to eat on the go yeah definitely yeah so uh i've i mean i've only I've had uh, these like uh, like street food in Shenzhen and Guangzhou. I guess I haven't really been around that much, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've had some good. I've had some good things too. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where to even start with a favorite? To be honest, I, actually, I I do want to say like I think street food has a bit of a bad reputation. Mm. Like at first, like everyone's kind of. Well, it sounds dirty, right? I mean, yeah. street food. It, it does sound kind of dirty. Yeah. I remember when I like I first came to China and there was a, a group of us late, late on the night we would have some beers and then we would go for barbecue or something like that and we just didn't even think about it and a couple of like months later someone had said you are you serious like you go out in the middle of the night and just like go for street food and we're like yeah <laughs> like what's the problem? And like, oh, it's dirt. Like it's really dirty and stuff. This was Chinese people. Yeah, like, Chinese not... people telling you right. They're uh, usually more cautious of their own products than mm. than actually foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know. I, I've never been sick from it. No, me neither. I've eaten. I mean, and that's that was a, actually was one of the main staples 
of my diet especially <laughs> when I lived in Chengdu was the street food I ate a lot of street food I never mm. really got I have I would have like upset stomach if I ate something really spicy, spicy but yeah. I, if I have Mexican food that's really spicy sometimes <laughs> it happens too so yeah. I don't really blame it on the cleanliness or anything but I actually never had a problem yeah with that so no, it seems either. to be relatively safe I mean obviously eat at your own risk mm -hmm. but in my experience I haven't had any problems with it you haven't either right no definitely not yeah and, and I, I think I've, I mean I in hindsight when I think about the places I've eaten <laughs> maybe it's like maybe I've been lucky but I don't know yeah yeah they're not exactly <laughs> a sterile environment no, no, no. <laughs> not by far so Nora what are the what are the favorite things some of your favorite things that you've had um okay this is tough one of my I think one of my favorite thing is the okay in general there's a type of street food in China that's called Shao Kao and Shao Kao is mm. it's barbecue yeah so it covers all different kinds of things on a stick so that includes um, alligator on a stick. Oh, that really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Dog on a stick. Yeah. Cat on a stick. Th those are a little more rare, mm. but everywhere you'll find lamb, chicken, yeah. beef, and all different sorts of um, vegetables on mm. a stick. Yeah. And then you pick out. So what you'll do is you'll get a little plastic basket. And they have all the skewers all set up and ready, and they're all like perfectly lined up, you mm. know, mushrooms in a row or a little little spring onion in a row. It's like Chinese fast food, really. Isn't it, it is. It is. And so you grab your basket and you fill it with whatever sticks that you want, and then you hand over your basket to them, and they'll cook it for you. Mm. And then they'll bring it out to your table, which yeah. is usually a very, very tiny, <laughs> low to the ground, to the like something you would have sat on in yeah. preschool or yeah, kindergarten. Yeah, These like really, really low to the ground mm. plastic tables, and you'll sit there and have a beer and yeah. eat it on the street. And usually those guys, they don't set up until after like nine or ten yeah. at night. So that's like that's the typical Shao Kao experience, and it's fun. Definitely. And some of my favorite Shao Kao dishes are, this <laughs> took me a little bit of time to get used to it, but I really like it. It's it's like chicken gristle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's basically like chicken fat and gristle, mm. and it's barbecued. And I don't know what it is about the texture, or I don't know what, <laughs> but I really, really like it. I've come to really, really like it. So I really like that. And I also am a sucker for the, for the lamb yeah. on a stick. Mm. Lamb kebab. It really makes you question, like, I mean, what we know as as barbecue, like in the West. Mm -hmm. It's great, though. It's not, like I, I'm totally for for Chinese barbecue. I mm -hmm. think it's great. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things is the tofu. Oh yeah. I, I don't eat tofu in general. Uh, Me neither. Yeah, but this this like it's the hard. Flat one, right? Yeah, the flat one, and they put like chili and garlic in there. Oh, it's just so good. Like you, yeah. It's 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 oily, and you feel like. Yeah, you yeah, cover it in oil, but it's food. fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's really good. It's really yummy. What about the eggplant? Oh yeah, great with ga all that garlic. Oh. Yeah, never have I eaten mm, more eggplant mm, than mm. in China. Yeah. Like eggplants here everywhere. I, yeah, very rarely at home. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what they do is they have a whole eggplant, but here the eggplants are really long and thin. Yeah. I don't know. Back in the West, they're like short and fat. <laughs> yeah. But they're, here they're long and thin, and you, I guess, just like the people, right? Oh <laughs> yeah. So they put it on the, they put it directly on the barbecue, 
and they cook it for I don't know a good ten minutes, flipping it over from、mm. side to side, and then they cut it open, slice a bunch of slits into it, cover it in minced garlic, and then <sighs> oils and spices and whatnot, and then serve it to you. So they slice it in such a way that you can kind of like peel away、um, chunks at a time with chopsticks.、Mm. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm drooling thinking about. Yeah, me too. To be honest, I'm thinking, when do I have time one evening to go for street barbecue now? <laughs> Try to stop my schedule. And they're、though. set up everywhere. Like no matter where you live, there's probably a、yeah. street barbecue within walking distance to your place. There's one just downstairs from my apartment. Me too. And we can even call like. We have one. We have the number of one of them. They do、so、delivery. Call, yeah, they do delivery. Oh, that's we awesome. We was like, oh, if we need to like food, and they're like, oh yeah, he's he's my number. Just call. That's like, awesome.、Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. They also do on bar the barbecue the manto, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've never. I don't know if I've ever gotten my head around that. Like, I I enjoy it when I eat it, but I'm kind of like, this is, it's something masquerading as bread. Like, yeah. I mean, what is it? So manto is like really, really refined flour、mm. rolled into a ball and then cooked. It's usually pre. It's like pre-risen and pre-baked. Yeah, you can buy them in the supermarkets, can't you? Yeah, but then they put it on. They they're small. They're like little buns. They put it on a skewer and then roast it on the、mm-hmm. barbecue. So it's kind of like toast. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. So you can eat that in, as a, you know, as a compliment to because、mm. they don't usually serve rice at shalcal. So it's yeah. That's kind of the, the, grain that goes with the shalcal.、Mm. So you're not just full of like. Meat, meat, and veg. <laughs> well, there are good. I mean, I don't like. I'm not just trying to list everything I don't eat, but I don't eat mushrooms either. But they have like mushrooms, and they also have potato, don't they? Yeah, potato.、Uh, yeah,、like、they have potato on flat, a stick. Flat pieces、That's、of potato.、Right. I forgot about that.、Mm. Yeah, the mushrooms here. Oh man, in China in general, there are so many more mushrooms、yeah. than we have in the West. Yeah. I mean, they have. All different names for different types of mushrooms.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just say, "Is there are there mushrooms in this?" Because it'd be like, "No." And then when the meal comes, there are the, mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to specify if there's this kind of mushroom or this、yeah. kind of mushroom. It's like it's whole a whole genre of vegetables. <laughs>、sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But my favorite one for the shaokao is they have these like needle mushrooms. So like have a tiny little head and then a long stalk, basically. I actually eat those. You eat those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked. I, was, I surprised myself. Yeah, they don't、yeah. really have the same textures.、Mm. Mushrooms. There's a, the, mushrooms. there's a like a a stringy green vegetable, and I'm not really sure what it is. You know, in the daytime, in the in the dark <laughs> with lots of garlic and chili on, it's really tasty. It's just like long, like I think long, thready. It? It, it probably is, but there's no, it's just the green. Yeah. Yeah, but that's tasty too. Yeah, that is tasty. Ooh,、mm. so enough about shaokao.、Yeah. <laughs> shaokao is it's. I mean, pretty much after after you've been out at the club, a lot of people will、yep. will go and get、oh, shaokao. I've done that. Yeah, which is、times. really fun because they always have beer too. Yep. So you kind of wind down the night with a bunch of fast food. Shaokao and then some beer, and it'll satisfy you way more than McDonald's. Well, oh, for sure,、mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Much bigger variety too.、Mm-hmm. Hot, ready to eat. <laughs> so, what other kinds of street food have you tried, Holly? So, was it earlier on or yesterday? We were talking about those candied half halfons,、mm-hmm. right? I don't know if I, we can class that as street food. It's not like yeah, a hot meal. Yeah, we call that street food. But, but I've 
Yeah, th- those are kind of interesting to me because I, yeah, like I told you, I thought it was some kind of dodgy meatball, like, because you can get in 7-Elevens here, like you can, it's, they've almost got like a little um, food area, like a f- hot food and it's quite, I mean, it's Chinese That's style That's like little food. mini street food yeah, like in, in every 7-Eleven yeah. or any convenience store they have that. You can get noodles, they'll heat yeah. up for you and they have like hot dogs and you can get hot food anywhere at any time yeah. in China. And they, they often have like meatballs or fish balls. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was convinced these things were on this stick <laughs> for so long. But they're actually candied like hawthorns while they're really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they're like um, toffee apples that we would have back home. What do, yeah. you, what do you guys call them? Candy apple. Candy apple. Yeah. yeah. Caramel apple. But yeah, it's more like, it's like a thin candy coating. Mm. So the, the hawthorn, I don't know, if it's a berry or if it's a fruit, it's I'm not sure. It kind of has a texture of an apple, apple almost. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost, but it's it's sour. It's mm. like a crab apple, mm-hmm. and then it's covered in this like really sweet syrup. But it's like a thin, yeah. thin layer of syrup that becomes hard at room temperature. So it's like a thin candy coating on this sour fruit, and it's really really good. It's delicious. I think they call that hulusu. Oh, I think that's what they call it. Cool. It's more popular. We don't have it as much here in Guangdong, but it's really popular in Beijing uh-huh. and in the northern areas and actually with strawberries. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they do it with strawberries. I've seen it with kiwi. Mm. I've seen it with hawthorn and Ooh. with tomatoes. Yeah. Because in China, tomatoes are a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I mean, we know, we know technically, technically tomatoes yeah. are fruit. Yeah. But I think most people, at least that are out there listening, use a tomato as a vegetable. You put it in salads and savory dishes. Mm-hmm. But in China, they eat and they sell tomatoes as a fruit. Yep. It's sold in fruit shops. It's it's known as a fruit. It's on cakes that have yeah, fruit they, on top. Yeah, so you have frosted cake with like mango and kiwi, and then there'll and be the- tomatoes <laughs> on top. <laughs> I, I've never I've never gotten used to that. I'm afraid. Mm. Yeah, actually, I when I was still teaching one of the Chinese teachers was teaching about fruit and she was teaching the kids that that uh, a tomato was a, a vegetable. And I was like, it's not a vegetable, it's a fruit. And she was like, no, 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 it's a, it's a vegetable because the book told her that's what, that's oh. what it was. And I, I showed her a, a, a website and I was like, look, like, and I translated it for her. And she was like, oh, cherry tomatoes are fruits. But big tomato, like big tomatoes, are vegetables. Oh, so that's the logic. That, okay, because it's cherry tomato, maybe. Okay, yeah, I guess <laughs> in the fruit shops you wouldn't find like a full size tomato, no. but they always sell those cherry or grape tomatoes. Mm. That's true. And also with avocado, um, in this part of the world, a lot of people put sugar on their avocados. Does it really? Yeah. Huh. Like when we were traveling in Burma, they would advertise the avocados as oh these are really sweet then they, mm. they try to get you to buy it if they're really sweet and then you can get sugar to go with it and we were like um did you try no. it no i didn't try it yeah it doesn't really sound appealing to me no i mean i love i love me some avocado but yeah me too but no no thanks to the sugar they call it butterfruit by the way and it's also the same name in chinese butterfruit yeah it, it, that, yeah i only found that out recently <laughs> and i think it's really cool i think yeah. it's a good name it's a pretty good description of it. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like butter. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so what about other um, street food? Have you had, have you done any of those um, where they do like a wok and then they fry up, like they stir fry noodles? Noodles, yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But actually, um, that was a long time ago. That was kind of, 
actually it was a barbecue place that did those noodles too they were delicious mm. really good yeah they yeah. usually have this big mm. rusty wok mm. <laughs> and then they just yeah bit of you, bit of wok in there yeah yep and you pick out your veg and then they throw it in toss it in with noodles and spices and cook yeah. it for you in front of you it's, it's pretty good I, I think there is some kind of like psychology behind street food because I think it always tastes really good. <laughs> it like I don't know I don't know if it's just because there's so much oil in there and like <laughs> I don't know what else but I don't I think I always like feel good after eating street food. Well, I'm a sucker for eating things in small amounts, like eating a lot of things in yeah. small amounts. So I'm a sucker for those like tapas and like appetizers mm. and those like kind of like, too. you know, I'm a, I'm a grazer and I just like <laughs> to pick, yeah. So I, I'm always for that kind yeah. of like, give me something mm. in quick and in a small portion. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I also, one thing I've just thought, thought about, uh, like pancakes, mm -hmm. I've had quite a few, but actually I'm not sure if these are originally like Chinese street food or whether they've kind of adopted it, whether it's come from somewhere else. But it's a, a pancake with, you can get whatever inside, whatever you want. Like I had ones with like uh, cheese and things inside. Mm -hmm. But I've also had more Chinese oriented ones. And our colleague Chamson, every, oh not every morning, but I've seen her with these awesome pancakes with like lettuce. I think you've had them as well. Oh yeah, they And it looks so good and I've never had one and I really want one. It's right out front. <laughs> yeah, I don't come in that way. So it's like, yeah. actually it's probably a good thing that I don't. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Yeah. In the, in the States, we wouldn't necessarily call them like a pancake because usually our pancakes are like sweet. We, do, mm. we don't really do savory pancakes as much, but it's essentially, no. it's almost like a, it's like a, almost like a crepe. crepe. Yeah, crepe. And it's got that thinness that a crepe has. So. Mm -hmm. It's usually crispy on the outside. Yeah. It's really good. Actually, that is one, another like genre of street food is the, it's called the bing. So bing is just means anything that is round and flat. Yeah. So there are lots of different kinds of bing. They have bing that are so thin, it's like paper thin. So they'll spread the dough with like this special spatula onto the griddle and they'll cook it. So it's like a paper thin mm. backing where you can then just pile vegetables and they have these like crispy bread cracker things that they put in there too so they'll oh, put like lettuce God. and then this crispy it's like a fried piece of bread mm. and then they roll it up in this like paper thin almost like a crepe yeah and then chop it in half and then yeah ready to eat it yeah sounds good to me i used to eat that all the time in Chengdu. it's so good <sighs> mm. have all different kinds of those onion being all different kinds of mm. things i especially I, see this is where i'm like the definition of street food, like, I'm not exactly sure what that is. Mm. So I'm going to bring this up anyway. Breakfast foods, like breakfast street foods are by far, to me, the most interesting. Mm. Yeah. Like, you on a morning, like, either if I walk from the metro or a cycle, I see so many people selling, like, dumplings or bowser. Oh, God. And I just think, oh, I just want to stop and have one. I don't. I never do. I never do. There's a place down here where, like, right by our office building, right behind, where there's a, he's, like, famous, in at <laughs> least in this area, because there's a there's a line always around the block mm. for him in the morning. For his noodles? Yeah. So he makes, um, it's, a, it's like a noodle. So imagine just, like, a really flat, really wide noodle, mm -hmm. and then... 
you just cover it in like meats and like different chopped up vegetables and then I don't know exactly how to explain it because when you eat it it's not really like a long and thin noodle it's mm -hmm. just like a noodle that's been like bunched up with it's almost like a lasagna I would guess oh, like a lasagna sort of thing and he makes mm. them so fast. It's amazing. And I guess he, apparently he never makes a mistake. Wow. But he's got this long line of people and he remembers everybody's order. And he's just like constantly moving. His arms are like, he's an older guy and his arms are just like flailing in the air. And he's making things so quickly. And so you stand in line, but you really only, it looks like it's going to take forever. Yeah. But he's so fast that you're wow. only standing in line for about five minutes and then you've got everything. It's crazy. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, I never thought, I wasn't thinking about breakfast foods when I heard this question. Mm. But here in China, they have so many breakfast street foods that yeah, are like really. readily available. The stands are out right when you're on your way to it's work. It's perfect. Really. Yeah. And you don't have to, actually a lot of the food is healthy as well. Yeah. yeah. They have this like, it's called Joe. And Joe is like a, it's like a porridge. It's like a really um mild flavored rice mm. porridge that sometimes has like meat or like peanuts in it it's kind of like oatmeal like a really mild version of oatmeal but a lot of those things are really easy on the stomach yeah that i was i was thinking about something then there's another food that i was going to mention it's gone a breakfast one yeah i think so oh actually it was about also being able, you talking about healthy things mm -hmm. you can get like coconuts on the street mm -hmm. and and juice actually there's a place on the way from the metro to our office and they make like fresh orange juice and uh, pomegranate juice mm -hmm. actually there they also do you can buy corn mm -hmm. um for breakfast a lot of people eat corn for breakfast yeah. Um, and noodles. Just like they do the corn on too. the cob. Yeah, yeah. And tea eggs too. Tea, tea eggs, eggs another oh, yeah. thing. Like they cook, uh, they boil eggs in tea here and eat them like that. Mm. And everywhere they have them. Like yeah. even the 7-Eleven, the convenience shops, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, usually yeah. have, will have like corn or or tea eggs like mm. just sitting and boiling. Yeah. So you can get, you can get these kind of foods everywhere. Mm. I think eggs is like another podcast on its own to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are some crazy eggs out there. You know about China. the boy eggs, right? The bo yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> are you gonna <laughs> boy eggs? Um, they're is that, is that what they're actually called boy eggs? Boy or, eggs. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. I thought you were trying to be polite. Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know what you mean. No, I know what you're talking about. But so boy eggs are they're from Zhejiang province in mm. a small area of Zhejiang. Zhejiang. <laughs> it's hard to say Zhejiang province, and. They aren't that common in China, but I, I, I read about them a little bit, and I've heard a bit about them. And essentially, mm. they're boiled eggs, but they're cooked in the urine of virgin boys. <laughs> so they're boiled, yeah. they're boiled in the, the urine, and then they're slightly cracked so that the pee actually like goes into the egg. Mm. And then they eat, they eat it. Sounds delightful. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is like an expensive delicacy. I don't know if it's an expensive. It's definitely a rare. It just sounds. It, it sounds almost like wine that's been made from grapes that are like a thousand years old or something ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like it just sounds like one of those things that's like there are monks around the eggs and like oh wow like these amazing eggs. Anyway. There are supposedly <laughs> health properties that like are good. Say it's good for the joints or something like that. Do you not think it would just work if you just got a boy to just weigh on your legs or something? 
<laughs> I would prefer that, honestly, yeah. to eating. Yeah, I think so. The egg. I think I would as well. But you're right. Eggs in China, <laughs> like they're their own thing because they also have like the hundred-year-old eggs. Mm. So they're eggs that have been buried in the ground for a hundred years, and then they dig them up and eat them. I'm surprised that after a hundred years, people remember where the eggs were buried. <laughs> yeah. It must be like they must have to have a sign or something like <laughs> "eggs buried here, don't touch." Well, they do kind of a poor man's <laughs> version of it, and they do like seven-year-old mm-hmm. ones, which I've tried, and it is the worst thing of all the things that I've tried in China. This the taste that haunts me the most is this seven-year-old egg. Wow. I mean, it was just rancid. It was mm. horrible. And but I was, I had to be polite because it was being offered. You know, you're in that situation mm-hmm. where it's like it's being offered to you. Everybody's watching. And so I tried it. Never again. <laughs> so is the egg like? Is the actual egg like intact? Does it just? I mean, how does it affect the egg? The egg is intact. The egg's not cracked or anything. Right. But when you crack it open, the insides are like gray. Mm. And they're they basically have the texture of wet cement. The taste, mm. the taste is awful. But that anyway, that's not something that you would get on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more of an expensive thing. But some more street <laughs> eggs, like for the shaoqiao, going back to that, a lot of times they'll have those like tiny little quail eggs. Oh, I like those. Yeah, those are really good. So they'll be like little mm. eggs on a stick, and then they barbecue, yeah. they barbecue those. Actually, just nipping back to uh, to barbecue, I think I may have had a bird on a stick before. A whole bird? <clears throat> like a little... Oh, a little one. A little bird. Yeah. Oh. When I first came here, I'm not sure what it was. I guess it might be like some kind of sparrow. Oh, they do not like sparrows here. I know. <laughs> I suppose if I'd have caught anything, that would have been the time. And I haven't, so. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, let's uh, back to different kinds of food. So we were talking about breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. But not like you, with you being in Chengdu, I guess you have more experience of different kinds. I think the stuff I've experienced here and in Guangdong is like kind of similar. Like, yeah, I think that's like stuff you can find all over China. The mm. shaokao, like anywhere in China, you can find those similar things. That eggplant dish yeah. is everywhere. The shaokao, those those needle mushrooms. Mm-hmm. It's like very typical. In Chengdu, it's more of a culture. So in Chengdu, a lot of the street food areas are permanent. So it's not like right. the ones here in Shenzhen where they can scurry away <laughs> from the cops if they get caught. Yeah. So it's permanent, and they have um, fierce competition, and there there's a real art to the presentation mm. of it too. So mm. like a lot of it will be really beautifully um, presented to you. So I remember some of the dishes like. It would be like a ba- piece of bamboo, and mm-hmm. inside it would be the bamboo would be split into two halves, right. and inside they would cook rice. So then you'd pull off the mm-hmm. top part of the bamboo, and then you'd eat the rice. And it has other, it has like nuts mixed in, and I think bits of meat and vegetables. Yeah. Um, and so you eat it out of the bamboo, and then obviously there's no like plastic waste or That's anything good. like that. They have a lot of noodle dishes. A lot of them very, very spicy. Chengdu is in Sichuan, which is known for its, they call it mala, which means numbing, numbing spicy. Yeah. So not only is it spicy, but it also numbs your whole mouth. Mm. So that's a typical Sichuan flavor. I don't, I, I don't mind that flavor. You don't like it, though, do you? I don't like it. I feel like it tastes like soap. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I never thought about that. <laughs> the Sichuan pepper to me tastes like soap. I don't like it. 
But anyway, they have um, a lot of beautiful like noodle dishes. Mm. And one of my favorite, I don't know if you consider this street food either, but it's it's a snack that you can get on the street, is the candies that they do here. Okay. There are a lot of like artisan candies that are um, I don't even know if they're made for the taste or if they're made for just, like, the whole, like... <laughs> to look at? Yeah, to look at. Because I've had ones where it was, like, it looked like blown glass. So the guy's there and he has, like, a special kind of sugar. And the mm. sugar is just warm enough when, like, rubbed with your hands to be able to blow air into it. And so he would blow the candy into, like, different shapes. Oh, like, wow. really intricate shapes. Nice. Like, dragons and all the all of the wow. characters of the Zodiac. Here, snakes, ox, all different ones he could do. Wow. And then when he gives it to you, it cools enough so that it's a solid, mm. it's like a solid lollipop, but it's like really, really thin sides and it's mostly full of air. That sounds nice. And they also do one that's like, ones that it's like, he'll draw on the table on a piece of wax paper with the candy and he'll make like a very intricate drawing, like a bicycle. Yeah. Or, again, the dragon, the typical mm -hmm. Chinese symbols. And then when he pulls it off the wax paper, it's, like, this really beautiful, like, really delicate um, lollipop yeah. that looks like a painting. Yeah, I think I might have seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've also seen them making cotton candy using a bicycle. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> They've got this, like, some kind of machine where they, they just spin the wheel of the bike, and then it's it spins the... I don't know what it is inside that makes the cotton candy, sure. but it's enough. The motion is enough, like centrifugal force, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. to create the the candy cane, the candy cotton candy. Cool. I've never candy had floss. I've is never, yeah. What you call yeah. it? I've never had that. I've never had candy floss here. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. So candy. I mean, they actually have a lot of different artisan candies like that. Cool. That and are this, sold on the street. This was in Chengdu. I've seen it in other places, but yeah, yeah in Chengdu you can see a lot of that kind of artisan snacks that are really really um it takes a lifetime to master how to make yeah, them yeah i bet well maybe we can find some pictures and we can yeah. post some pictures yeah yeah i'd like to see them for myself mm -hmm. yeah. i'll have to dig through some of my photos too to find mm -hmm. some so i've had some crazy snacks i remember <laughs> i was eating with my dad we found this my dad's like a really big fan of those like pork rinds and like mm -hmm. air puffed snacks and so we found this one was like it was just like a huge spiral. Imagine like a puff, like a Cheeto, but it's just so long that you could like spiral it and spiral it and spiral it upwards, almost like in the shape of a tornado, but it's like the size, of, like you could put it on your head. It was so large. It was like the size of a hat. Oh, wow. So I definitely have a picture of that. So I can wow. put that on and there. And that was like that a That was like a snack, snack, street food. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I do have a lot of great pictures of yeah, some of the street food, so I'll pass them. Over, we can put them on writeinchinese.com slash episode 21. Yeah, sounds great. Mm -hmm. okay. Another great thing about street food is it's so cheap. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and you spend like a dollar fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes we've eaten like a feast and it's like 50 quai or something. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. They do yeah. snails too. Have you had the escargot? Mm hmm. No, I don't think so. Okay. They've, I've seen that in Shenzhen where it's like snails or, you know, you've seen oysters, right? They yeah. do oysters on the barbecue. Yeah, yeah. But um, they do like stir-fried snails. 
Oh, I don't think I have to. I don't think I have. Oh, okay, they're like tiny little snails. They're pretty good. In so like in the shells. Yeah, in the shell. The oh, shell is like a a thin, long, black, spirally shell. Mm. It's yeah. pretty good. I don't know if I'd enjoy. It. I'm not sure if I've had snails before. I'm not sure if I'd like the the texture. texture. Do you like octopus or no, squid? No, really. No, no really. so you probably wouldn't. I'm like kind it much. of like uh, on the fence. Oh, okay. Well, if you like octopus or squid, then you can try it if you come to China because it's it's quite good. Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah, there are plenty of options. Mm-hmm. All all kinds of street food. Mm-hmm. Wait, I guess we've talked about only a few of them. Any are there any notable ones that you want to mention, Nora? Because I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think each each province has its own. Actually, oh, yeah. even within cities they have their mm-hmm. own specialties so wherever you go in china you should ask a local what the special street foods are okay. because usually it's it's something that they're proud of and mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's generations of families who have made it so it's like a recipe that's been passed down from generation to generation yeah so a lot of those things it's really um it's part of history yeah yeah it's great that those things is like part of still part of china's culture really mm-hmm. and i love yeah. the culture of it too just like hanging around and eating snacks <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah, outside be- who doesn't enjoy beer and snacks mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. Yeah. hanging out in the park got something on a stick <laughs> no dishes to wash at the end <laughs> yeah pretty good yeah watch those uh kebab sticks though i got skewed with one once oh yeah yeah i've still got the hole in my foot <gasps> really yeah 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 those uh, are sharp yeah so be careful <laughs> beware be careful kids <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty sharp yeah. because if you have to skewer a whole bird then <laughs> it's gotta yeah. be pretty sharp so if you're ever in china you have to check out the street foods and if you have any questions about the street food please send us a message or um, put a comment on writtenchinese.com slash episode 21. And if you have any specific questions that aren't related to street food, we're also hoping you send us a voicemail. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Which is easy to do at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Yeah. So I hope you had a little bit of an insight into how, how the street food culture is here in China. Yeah. And be be a little bit brave. Take a little risk. Mm. Oh, and if you maybe if you've got any pictures or you've had experiences of your own, you can you can leave us some comments about mm-hmm. it on mm-hmm. Facebook or on our uh, episode twenty one page. Yeah, they um, also eat a lot of bugs here. Too. Yeah, they do. I was I was <laughs> going to mention that, but since I've never had any, I wasn't sure whether to bring it up or not. I've had the silkworm. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> what? I'd, Oh, I just don't even know what to say. <laughs> I've been tempted to buy the scorpion, but I don't know. Um, those ones, they just look painful to eat. But yeah. I definitely had the silkworm. It, it oh, wasn't wow. my cup of tea, but they do eat a lot of, like, worms. I, and I just can't understand whose cup of tea it would be. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always for sale, so someone must be eating, yeah, eating it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of crazy things you can try. <laughs> yeah, I... I I, someone said, I don't know if that was in China, but I, someone I know has had a cockroach, I think. But I don't know if a that cockroach? was... A cockroach? Yeah, I don't know if that was oh. here or, or somewhere else. If they taste good, that would be awesome <sighs> because they're definitely plentiful here. Yeah. <laughs> we should just threaten them all. Yeah, just endanger the cockroach. No way, it's going to outlive us all. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, the the bugs are actually supposed to be really nutritious. <laughs> Don't try and justify it. They are. They are. And there is, there is, um, you know, a surplus of insects. So 
for those of you who are out there hungry. <laughs> if, you, if you don't fancy a boy egg, you could have some insects on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's move on to your Chinese lesson of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so as I mentioned, today's Chinese word is xiao chi, which literally means little eat. So xiao is little, chi is eat. And also... Um, to go along with that, if you know any Chinese at all, like how, uh, ni hao or the hao, um, hao is good and chi is delicious. So you can say xiao chi, hao chi, <laughs> the snack is delicious. <laughs> okay, cool. So if you want to see those characters mm. or learn anything more about those characters, I will put the links uh, on episode 21. And from there, you can go to the written Chinese dictionary and find out more. So. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you've got a message, uh, or, sorry, a question for us, go to uh, writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Uh, we love comments. You don't have to ask us a question. We, you, could, you could tell how happy we were with the messages we yeah, got from Yeah, thanks people. everybody who gives us feedback. Yeah. It's, really, it's really nice yeah, to hear. Yeah, it's dead encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes us want to keep going. Indeed. Yep. So stay tuned for next week next and week. have a great one. Yeah, bye. Bye.